obviously just kind of replicates what a typical league season would be. It's nice to kind of get back in a flow that way. Um, you know, it's coming off a, a tough game, a tough loss, uh, an emotional game. And anytime I think you play BYU, whether you win or lose or, you know, play a team like that, it's always a, um, a game you got, you're going to find out about yourself. And so, um, you know, I know our guys are excited to play. It'll be good to be at home again uh, in front of our crowd. Um, you know, they're well, uh, College of Idaho is a well-coached team. Um, I've known Kobe Blaine for um, quite some time, and uh, he's a great coach. They run really, really good stuff. We're going to have to be on point defending their actions because they put you in some funky spots um, that we really haven't seen a lot. And then defensively, they throw a lot of different things at you with different zones and, and, um, and of course, man-to-man. So got to be on point, got to be ready for everything. Um, and like I said, it's a quick turnaround. We got to find a way to get better. We have to play better and more consistency. And uh, we got to get something out of our bench. You know, we haven't had a lot of production um, out of our bench, and we not, need to find a way to get more production out of them. Yeah, Coach, we were just talking about a minute ago. They were 31-3, and three and they played their last game at the Pentagon in South Dakota last year in some playoff game I saw. So they had a heck of a year last year after they played you in that first game. Yeah, we, we played them last year in an exhibition game, and uh, they had a heck of a season. I believe they were going into their national tournament in Sioux Falls. I believe they were ranked number one in the, in the country, and they were picked to win it all. I think they had won their first game – um, when they were down there and, um, and then everything shut down. So, uh, you know, obviously I coached at that level and I understand how good teams there are and how good, uh, players there are at that level. And so, um, we're going to have to be on point cause they put you in some difficult, like I said, they put you in some difficult situations and, um, some things that we haven't seen a whole lot. Well, well, we haven't seen <laughs> period. So, um, so we got to be able to take care of their stuff and then and then just really lock into our process and finding a way to get better um, and execute at a higher level on both sides of the floor. Coach, is this more of a game, you're not overlooking them, but is this more of a game where you work on more of yourself a little bit? Well, we're just trying to figure out who we are uh, on both sides. I always, you know, I in our situation, we always, you know, take everybody, we approach every game the same way in terms of how we do our, our film, our walkthroughs, our preparation. We approach everybody the same that way. Certainly we, we have to be better. And, and, you know, it's easy to we have a staff meeting yesterday and, um, you know, what do we got to get better on in defense? And, you know, we got to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. <laughs> and what do we got to do better on offense, right? H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. <laughs> and, and so it's easy to say all, but, you know, you have this many problems, you got to cut your problems in half. And let's, let's lock into what is executable in the short term about what we need in the long term. And we've just had too many breakdowns. You know, I'm really proud. I thought the last 10, 10 to 15 minutes, we were really good defensively against BYU. 
And, uh, and quite frankly, the whole second half, we were way better than we were in the first half. And then offensively, we just have too many droughts, you know, and I, I, certainly we got to shoot the three better. We've got to finish around the basket better as well. I mean, we missed 22 shots right around the rim. And that's everybody. I mean, from Kata to to Raleigh to Marco to Bean, you know, everybody. So, yeah. uh, but we got to do a better job of moving the ball. You know, we have 10 assists. And it's like, well, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? You know, you get 10 assists. We miss a lot of wide open looks and a lot of baskets around, the, you know, a lot of chip shots. So we got to find a way to be better on that end of the floor and get some consistency. Um, so it's all of the above. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the exciting part is I'm very confident we can do that. You know, I, I, I am. I mean, it's uh, we've played some good teams. We've had a tough schedule. I, I believe in our guys. And so we just got to keep getting better every day. I know that's coaches speak, but if we can get 1% better every day, um, you know, I think we've got a chance to be pretty good. Well, yeah, Coach, before the year, you talked about that you thought this team, you had a versatile team and some depth. So you still have confidence in some of these guys who we have not really seen do much off of the bench yet, right? I do. Uh, I do. You know, it's been a little bit up and down with some of our guys, certainly, and our inexperience and youth has certainly showed um, at times. And when you're playing good teams, it's hard to, you know, you can get exposed. Um, quickly and it's it's guys are going to make mistakes like and we're evaluating you know every time I'm always looking at three things I'm looking at personnel are we playing the right guys are they playing enough are, right I'm looking at scheme like are we running the are we doing the right things and then I'm looking at our coaching you know those three things are we are is it the same mistake over and over is it a different mistake by different guys and then what are we doing well and trying to put guys in a position to succeed so um i do believe in our bench in a great way it hasn't really shown necessarily um um but some guys that maybe haven't played a whole lot are going to get some opportunities here um there's certain guys that just because of lack of practice time for various reasons um, that maybe now they're settling in a little bit more. Um, we have to get more out of our bench. We have to go to our bench more. Um, but they got to produce too. So it's a little bit of both and we're a world work in progress. And, and, uh, but I, I haven't lost faith in those guys. Uh, I know we've talked, brought him up a little bit before, but, uh, Rolly Worcester is a, is a true freshman. He's, um, I mean, you, you talked about him before, but he just does not back down to anybody. I mean, I mean, takes just clutch shots when you, when, you know, you think maybe a veteran guy, but he's not afraid to take the shots and he's just really played well for, I know he's missed some shots, but he's played well for you. Yeah. Raleigh's a, um, he's dependable. Like he, he only cares about winning. It's all he cares about. Um, um, he has a moxie to him and a swagger to him, not in a cocky way, but he's just very poised and under control. And, he makes his teammates better. He's he he's a willing passer. Um, he's a willing defender. He's willing to do whatever it takes to win. And and you can see he's a great playmaker. Just has a great way about him. It's hard to get him sped up. Um, and he's an excellent defender. Now he still makes he'll he'll make some he'll make some mistakes that way. But that'll come with the more experience that he gains. Um, but he's got a he just has a 
just such a great way about him and the way he goes about his business. And he's in the gym all the time. I mean, he's always in the gym. I have to tell him sometimes just to take a day off. Um, and he kind of looks at me cross-eyed, like, what are you talking about? Um, but it's a long season and, and, um, uh, we're excited though. He's, he's, he's going to be a very, he's already a good player. He's going to be very good. Coach, I did an interview with, um, Marco from one of my shows and, in that, I, I mentioned to him Saturday they replayed the championship game. It was on national TV again because they couldn't play the Baylor game and Gonzaga. So they showed the Virginia Texas Tech. You'd see him on the sidelines jumping up and down, and of course didn't play in that game. But he admitted he says I'm in a much better place. And he knew about you'd really recruited him hard before he decided to go to Virginia. He knew about you, and then he checked out. And he says everything he's they've, he's been told is exactly right. Can you talk a little bit about? just the him coming here and what that's been like. So Marco was a senior, going to be a senior in high school. We recruited him at South Dakota, went and watched him play. <laughs> I found out real quick. We're not getting them just watching him play. And obviously he went to Virginia, played very limited minutes, both his freshman and sophomore years, obviously his sophomore year, they won the title. Um, but he played behind three NBA players. I mean, I think they're all first round picks. Um, and so there was a previous relationship. Eric Peterson had recruited him as he recruits Texas for us. And, um, and just really kind of the guy that we were – type of player that we were looking for at that time, and we knew he was going to have to sit out. And so Marco's come a long way. I mean, you get a feel for his game. He can do a lot of different things with his size. Um, and, you know, you forget he's an upperclassman. This is his – um, one, two, three. So this is his fourth year out of high school now. Uh, but he just has very limited experience. And so getting on that floor, you could really tell um, he was settling in during that Northern Iowa game. I thought he really, really showed what he can do on both ends of the floor. Uh, I would say even more so defensively. And uh, But can do so many different things on the floor. Uh, the biggest thing for him now is is just being that guy that can be consistent, that you know exactly what you're going to get out of him. You know, he's got a ways to go with some things, which we knew he would, but you can see some glimpses of how good he can be. And so um, certainly the last two games, we've played him a lot, a lot of minutes. Um, I think he can be a lockdown defender that can really impact the game that way. And then he's just got to tighten up some things on – on the offensive end, which I know he will. And as you play more, that'll, that'll come where you just really settle in to what you got to do um, to be very successful. Hey coach, can you talk a little bit just to what it was like to be at home on, on Saturday and what it's going to be like, I guess tomorrow. Now, you know what it's going to be like, I guess for tomorrow, how tough was that for you? It sucked. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was, I woke up that day and just, it was a weird feeling, not, not just, I'd never been through that before, you know, where yeah. you just can't be at the gym like, and you feel good and, but it is what it is. So watch the game right behind you guys. And, and, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's tough. You go through a lot of emotions. You go, you're, you, you're, I don't know how do you say this. You're like coaching to, almost emotional and PO'd and you just have no control over anything. Yeah. And it's always difficult as a coach, 
you know, it's about it's a, it's a player's game. Always has been. Always will be. Those guys go out there and get it done. Whether it's making a free throw or finishing a layup or communicating a switch or whatever it might be or snagging a rebound with two hands and off we go. But as you're there as a head coach, you feel like you have a, some semblance of a little bit of control, you know, what you're doing, who who's playing, all that. And so, so it's that you just almost turn into a fan a little bit. And, um, and that was an emotional game for everybody. You know, um, there was a lot of screaming uh, and yelling and, and uh, <laughs> clapping and with joy and, and fist pumps and I mean, you name it, but it was, uh, it was, it, it was, it wasn't the easiest thing I've ever done. I'll just say that. 